Good morning. It's February 21st, 2021, and I'm sure glad I watched the uh, 10,000 last night. I moved to California in the mid-70s, and the nice thing about living in California is you get to see things early. When I was a kid back east, especially I was a big baseball fan, and I'd have to be up till 11, 12 o'clock at night trying to watch some of the World Series or other sporting events. And so last night, if you were watching the 10 and you were back east, you were up till midnight, past midnight, to watch the exciting finishes of both races. The 10 was held at J. Sarah High School in San Juan Capistrano. Great weather, looked ideal conditions. J. Sarah, when I was coaching high school and covering it with Prep Cal Track, they've always had a strong, strong program. I remember watching their 4x800 team really crush it. And so it was a very good day for the Bowerman Track Club as both the, uh, their athletes won the races and had four athletes in each race pick up Olympic standard. The Bowerman Track Club, Eliza Crana used a 65.11 final kick to kick by teammate Krista Schweitzer to win the 10 tonight in 347.42. Cranny's 347.99 as two women became the sixth and seventh U.S. winners in history to dip under the 31-minute barrier for 10,000 meters. They are now the third and fourth fastest women in U.S. history. And it was interesting. They were talking throughout the coverage. And it was pretty good coverage that Shalane Flanagan, they almost got her. I guess she is still right in front of them. So they are third and fourth. And I guess Shalane is number two. Of course, Shalane now has retired, and she is coaching in part of the Bowerman Track Club. What's great about Liza Cranny is, you know, she went to Stanford, often came in second in many events, always a really good high school runner. I remember running, watching her at the Nike Nationals, getting second or third, I think third, and then she ran at Stanford, had a really good career, and she's been known more as a 1,500-miler, even though she did run a really fast 5K this past year, chasing Carissa Schweitzer. Um, so this was her first 10,000, and she won it. What's cool about this race, too, is they had a prize pool that was crowdsourced. What I was watching the coverage was at 8,500, and they were going to split that between the men and the women. So hopefully you got the 10,000. This is an idea that I've talked about in the ultra community for some time. Back in the day when they had ultras, six-day races, especially in the you know 1870s, 1880s, they used to give the door to the athletes, and then they made the money off concessions, selling lots of booze and food. And so they would kind of like give half the door to the winner, second place would get a percentage, and then anybody who did a certain mileage would get a cut of the money. And I think this would be a great thing to do, obviously, with ultras. And I've been talking about people for a while doing this, but that's what they did with this race. And they talked about, you know, if they build a nice big pool, that you might lure some people to come and run these events. And uh, that would be very interesting. Along with the Bowerman women, um, Britain's Eilish McCoglin also broke 31 and third and 30.58, just off her mom's personal record of 30.57. Her mom, of course, is Liz and is also her coach. And she uh, got a won the world title in 2015. And uh, bronze uh, medalist uh, Emily Enfield was 31.08 in this race. And Marielle Hall was 31.21. Um, so they all got the Olympic standard of 31.25. Already had it thanks to her 31.05 at Worlds in 2019. For infield, 30. Her time was a 12-second PB. And it was definitely a very well-run race. You could definitely tell that the Bowerman team had their tactics down. It says it was an evenly run race with exactly 75 seconds per lap pace for 7,200 meters with Pacers Vanessa Frazier and then Courtney Franks leading through 6,400. Four sub-75 laps after 72, windowed the penny pack down to four to two with three laps to go. Schweitzer did all the leading for the final six-plus laps until Cranny kicked by for the win in the final 50 meters. Cranny ran her last 1,600 and 438 
And with last lap splits of 72.59, 71.70, 60.75, and 65.74. And it was really interesting to see. You know, you figured if she had the strength, she definitely got the foot speed, and she definitely showed it. Um, uh, they were talking about how the Frazier, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Schweitzer um, hadn't run a 10K since college. Of course, she is only 24. So a rundown now of the sub-31 women for America is Molly Huddle is at 30-13. Shalane, as I said, their coach is 30-22. And Eliza is 30-47. And Chris is right there with 30-47, of course, also. And uh, Dina Castor is uh, like the sixth at 30-50. Uh, you got Kara Goucher at 30-55. So not a lot of women under that time, but it's very uh, fast times. And, of course, now we have 12 women under the Olympic standard. So they'll definitely have a competitive field for the Olympic trials. And hopefully we have them this summer. In the men's race, they had a few more runners. They definitely just went right out at the pace as the women did, but they strung out pretty quick. It was definitely a pace line. It wasn't like the uh, uh, the women's race, which is more like a pack ride. Almost reminded me of the Tour de France. In fact, Bowerman team and a lot of these teams are starting to remind me a lot more of like cycling, where you have training camps and teams competing and racing against each other or with each other. You know, and you have domestiques pulling along the leaders and then the leaders launching at the end, kind of like the sprinters in the Tour de France or the climbers in the Tour de France. Very interesting. So in the men's race, it kind of spread out pretty quick. Edward Chester and Chris Derrick, um, they ended up dropping out. Uh, a number of the people, along with the Pacers, obviously dropped out. But you still got five men under the Olympic standard. Amazingly, these five men all stayed pretty much together till the very end. Uh, Mark Scott uh, had a hot 20, 21 tonight where he ran 27. 10 to win the men's 10,000 moved to number two all-time on the British list. He's only behind Mo Far. Pretty impressive. He wasn't the only man leaving the race happy because everyone got the 27-28 standard. Grant Fisher, in his debut, just like Cranny, also a Stanford graduate, ran 27-11 for second, meaning he's now the fifth fastest American in history. Uh, 12.58, Woody Kincaid was third in 27.12 as a barrel track athlete swept the top three athlete, top three places. It's interesting, you know, if you're on the boards, which I avoid, but or comments for the most part, poor Grant Fisher has gotten skewered on many boards over the years. In fact, I've gotten a lot of this information off of Let's Run, you know, and if I was, you know, Grant Fisher until today, you'd never really want to put your name in there because, you know, they just kind of talking shit about him. But man, he definitely had an incredible race. And at times, really thought maybe he was going to pull it off and get the win. Another athlete who's been around for quite some time, Ben True, who's unsponsored, ran a big PB of 27.14. His old record was 27.41. In the shock performance of the night, Harvard graduate Kieran Tunovit of Thailand ran 27.17 for fifth, meaning a guy who came into the night with a 13.57 PB for the 5K ran equivalent of two 13.38s back-to-back and is now number four all-time in Asian history. And, yeah, he just hung on and hung on. You know, and at times, you know, you're like, wow, when's he going to fall? And he just never did fall. And, you know, the race was perfectly planned out and ran well. It was rabbited by for 8,000 meters by Evan Jager and Sean McCourty. Evan Jager, of course, our great steeplechaser. They went through the 5K in 1345. McCourty hit the 8,000, which is basically five miles, in 27-27 pace. After McCourty stopped, Scott did most of the leading through Fisher, 
had the lead with two laps to go. Scott immediately picked up the pace, and his final laps were 64, 65, 64, 61, and 57, meaning he covered the last 1,600 and 4.08. So probably about a 4.10 mile. So definitely a very fun watch. I'm glad I watched it. Um, I'm sure it's being replayed on YouTube. I'll put a show, put it in the link in the show notes. Um, so now we've got the Americans uh, who have gone to under 2720. Of course, Galen Rupp has the record at 2644. Chris Zielinski was 2659. He was the first American to break the 27 barrier. I remember it was pretty exciting watching him do that. Lopez Lamont 2704. Shadra Kipchichur 2707. And now Grant Fisher is 2011. At number five, and Woody Kincaid, 27-12. Woody now definitely has to be considered a really good runner. I remember he busted that sub-13 in the woods up in Oregon. Everybody was like, whoa, what the heck happened? But now he's gone back-to-back -back years. And then after Woody's Mebka Fletsky, 27-13, Ben True, and Abdu Abdraham. So, you know, definitely now we've got one, two, three, four, five, six. Still only got six American men under the Tokyo standard of 27-28. And then kind of going on the sub five Asian runners in history, of course, two of them are kept uh, Abdul, uh, two cutter athletes, which um, I'm obviously pretty sure they're probably former Kenyans. And um, so the Thailand kid ran 27-17, huge, huge PR, definitely running with the Bowerman program and they're a great coach and heading up and doing these training camps and having COVID. It's just one of the silver lines COVID is definitely these athletes are focused, training properly, getting the rest they required <clears throat> and staying away from the craziness and everything. And when you don't have a whole lot of races, really going for it and they're not over raced. So very exciting news here at the 10. I'm sure they're very happy. They're going to be having another race coming up in March, I believe, with like 800, 1500, 5000. And so definitely check it out. I definitely will be talking about that in the future. Please subscribe to this channel if you can. And as always, stay healthy, be boring, not epic.